Some very good and wholesome news. Dr. Jordan Peterson has confirmed that his wife, Tammy Peterson, will be entering into the Catholic Church this coming Easter. It's great news. I know there's many people who have befriended the Petersons, and uh, we just rejoice for Tammy. We pray for her. Here's Dr. Peterson and Tammy Peterson. She's suffered a lot, illness. Dr. Peterson talks about this um, often, and I've heard, I haven't had it confirmed, that she has a devotion to the Holy Rosary, which is beautiful. I know the Petersons have a friendship with Bishop Barron, and of course, we thank God for any good influence that Bishop Barron has had on them, as well as the other many priests and, and Catholic lay people who have been salt and light in their lives. One of the things that Jordan Peterson gets right, and of course, we're all praying, we'd love to see Dr. Peterson, we'd love to see you come into the Catholic Church, but one of the things he gets right is the cross and the suffering, and there's a short clip that I want to pray for, uh, play for you, and I think this comes from his own life, his own suffering, um, watching his his wife Tammy suffer. Um, but I just want to play it for you because I think it's it's one of the again, as you know, I don't agree with everything Dr. Peterson said. I've made some videos um, disagreeing or clarifying, but I think on this right here, it's pretty good. So here is Dr. Peterson. He's talking about carrying the cross. Let's watch this. Either lift up a cross or have one dropped on you, right? There's no non-cross option in this world. You all know perfectly well that your idiot immature hedonism is going to vanish in a puff of smoke at the first sign of trouble. You know that. And you know that it's thin gruel. That's why you're hedonistic and hopeless at the same time. You need something beyond that. Why? Because life in some ways is unbearable. And so you need something worth bearing. There it is. You need something worth bearing. And Peterson says, there is no life without suffering. There is no way out of this life without bearing a cross. So you either bear it with meaning, and that is you say, I love you, Jesus. You kneel down at the foot of the cross and say, I accept you, Lord Jesus Christ, in your suffering in your humiliation, make me like unto you. May your sweet, humble, powerful, and meek heart become my heart. So you will suffer. All of us will die. And it's really a matter of what is the meaning in it. Now, of course, I would go on to say, I think all Catholics would go on to say, probably Tammy might go on to say, is not only does taking up the cross provide meaning to the suffering, but it also provides salvation. It's not just a psychological pursuit in order to provide meaning to brokenness, suffering, pain, misery, but it's also salvation from sin and death. When you read Genesis, opening chapters, Genesis 3, Eve enters into dialogue with the serpent who is 
a seraphic intelligence. He's able to trick her because he was once one of the highest angels, pure intelligence. And with his high intelligence and his evil malice, he's able to trick her. She brings Adam into sin. They both eat the fruit. They discover they are naked. They are ashamed. And God comes to them. Why, Adam, did you do this? It was the woman you gave to me, he says, shifts the blame. They all receive punishment. Adam to work by the sweat of his brow, the thorns and the earth coming up. This is why, by the way, Jesus Christ wears a crown of thorns. He's the new Adam. He wears as a sign of victory the, the curse of Adam on his brow, on his head. Mary receives a twofold curse. Her desire shall be for her husband. She'll be submitted to him. And she will have labor pains as she gives birth to the next generation and so on and so on and so forth. Of course, as Catholics, we believe that the Blessed Virgin Mary is the new Eve. She was exempted from sin, and she was exempted from the labor pains. This is the richness of Catholicism. But even Mary, who's a human, she's not a goddess, and our Lord Jesus Christ, who is the second person of the Trinity, the divine person who has assumed a human nature, fully God, fully man, united in what we call the hypostatic union. Even Christ experienced suffering, pain, agony, death. Our Lady also suffers, even though she has no sin. She's immaculately conceived, suffers. So even if you are the Son of God, even if you are the Mother of God, you do not get out of this life without suffering, without crosses. This is the beautiful message of Catholicism. This is why I love being a Catholic, besides confession and the Holy Sacrifice, the Mass, and having so many friends up in heaven to pray for me and for you. It is the only religion on earth that gives an answer to the meaning of suffering, and it relates to the crucifix that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ enters into the suffering. And for people who are engaged in suffering, whether it's cancer, poverty, loneliness, divorce, bankruptcy, death of a loved one. The worship of Catholicism, which is the holy sacrifice of the Mass, is a worship based in the suffering and death of Jesus Christ. See, for Catholics, going to church on Sunday is not a Bible study. Yes, there's community. Yes, there's singing. Yes, there is a sermon. Yes, there are the reading of sacred scripture. But the climax of the covenant, the new covenant, is when Jesus says this is the blood of the new and everlasting covenant. It's his blood. And we, were, we become partakers of that. So that worship for the Catholic is not P&W, praise and worship. Worship is entering into the crucifixion of Jesus. That's why there's a crucifix above the altar. 
That's why the center of the church is not a pulpit where there's preaching. The center of the church is the altar of immolation, the bloodless sacrifice, the perpetual offering of Jesus Christ once and for all for sinners. So I just think it's great, good news to hear another soul coming into the one holy Catholic and apostolic church. Tammy Peterson, I encourage you to pray for her. We're going to pray for her and Dr. Peterson. And I've said it before, I'm going to say it again. You know, there's seven-something billion people on earth. There's a billion Catholics. If every single one of you out there, over the course of your entire life, can lead and bring six people to Mass, to Baptism, to Confirmation, to the Holy Eucharist, the entire world will become Catholic. Let's just say you live 70 years. That means every 10 years, you've invited someone to become Catholic, and they have. That's possible. You should do that. Let's continue to invite and pray for and do penance and fast for our friends and family that they experience, not, not just checking off a box like, oh, you're Catholic. They experience the theology of redemptive suffering. All of us are going to suffer. It should be redeemed. And how is it redeemed? By uniting it to Jesus Christ. Today, by the way, is I'm recording this October 31st, Halloween. Protestants call this the Reformation Day. They celebrate Martin Luther hammering the 95 theses on the door at Wittenberg, protesting abuses in the Catholic Church. They think this is great. They love it. But in reality, we can't divide the church every time there is suffering, even if there's horrendous abuse. We have to stop it. We have to call it out. You know, I'm all about that. Sound the alarm. The sheep have to, hey, there's a wolf. But you can't chop it up. can't divide the body of Christ. You have to keep it united. One holy Catholic and apostolic church. That's the deal. And of course, in the church, the center of the church is Jesus Christ in the Holy Eucharist. Even when you talk to people who aren't Catholic, Protestants, you say, you know, wouldn't you want it to be true that you could receive actually, really, and substantially, sacramentally, the body of Christ every day or at least every Sunday? Wouldn't you want that to be true? The answer is, of course, yes. And it is true. It's true in the Catholic Church. So we're going to pray now for Tammy and Dr. Peterson. And then I want you to think about who you can invite to come to Mass, to come to the Catholic Church, to pray the rosary, to share your joy and your love for your faith in Christ as a Catholic. All right, let's pray a Hail Mary for Tammy and Dr. Peterson. Oremus nomini patris et fidi et spiritus sancti. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et ora mortis nostre. Amen. Nomini Patris et Filii, Spiritus Sancti. Amen. All right, thanks for watching. Please subscribe here to the Dr. Taylor Marshall Podcast. If you haven't already, hit that bell. Also give it the thumbs up if you haven't given it a thumbs up. And also, I have a video Kind of a weird thing. Dr. Jordan Peterson founded his own church. It's kind of tongue-in-cheek. 
but it's the church of Joachim of Fior. I did a video on it. Click on it, watch it, find out who Joachim of Fior is and why Jordan Peterson's into him. Thanks for watching. God bless.